We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan, let's go to safety, and and we're gonna we're gonna go to it. I went B minus, and I'll explain mm-hmm. why. But I want to give you first crack because I know we're getting kind of close to the time where you have to you have a little family party you got to get to. Yep. Uh, you gave B plus. I did. Tell me why, because yep. that's the one that's the one grade that you and I had a every other one's like A to A minus, B plus to mm-hmm. A minus, B plus to B. This is the one where you and I had a pretty big because I was actually on the verge of going C plus more so than going up to a B. So explain to me why it's a C plus uh, for you. I, I think it's because there is, I, I still am really high on what they did in 2023. Mm-hmm. Right. And I understand that there's going to be some people that are going to shake their heads. For, for and, those wondering, we are counting Brandon Hillman. Sorry, Ryan. Yes. So make sure we, yep. we are counting Brandon Hillman in the safety group. When, when Ryan talks about yes. what we like, it's not just a Don Schuler and Ben Minich. It's those two plus Brandon Hillman. Please continue. Exactly. Right? I just want yep. to get and, some context and, in there. Uh, oh no, I appreciate the context. Cause there's going to be some people that are going to shake their head and just be like, you lost Peyton Bowen, blah, 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 blah. I'm it's focusing fair. on this. And it is. It is. You, you missed out on an elite level player. And right. Xavier Nwankpa last year. That's what yes. fans are focusing on. And it's fair. Yeah. But anyway, continue. I get I get that. I But I still love the three-man class that they're able to get because I look at what each one of them brings to the table. Don Schuler, Ben Minish, and Brandon Hillman. And I think that they bring so much different aspects to their games that they are going to fit together incredibly well where I am looking into the future where I'm like, I think that there's a lot of three safety stuff that I could do if all these guys pan out, because you look at a Don shoulder who can do some stuff over the top, but he's more of that short zone, strong safety type. That's going to come down in the box, going to run the alley, work inside out, do some stuff against tight ends combined with Ben minutes, who is more of that true over the top safety. Who's going to work from depth and Brandon Hillman, who I think in spurts could be a rover, could be a dimebacker. He could be that type of player where he's more of the true box slot type. And I think that each one of those does things differently where I look at it and say, yes, you missed completely in 2022. There's no – like you didn't get a you didn't get a player, literally. You can't miss more than that, right? Like you didn't get a football player in 2022 at the safety position. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Right. But I looked st- that and you only got getting- one in 20. 20- you only have right. one left on the current roster from 2021 and Justin Walters, and he might be a medical mm-hmm. question moving forward. Exactly. So yep. huge numbers need no that doubt. they, I feel they fell. Wo- That's the thing for me, Ryan, they fell woefully short on numbers, they right? Did. Like my B minus has nothing. And you got an F in last year's class. Cause you got no That's one. True. Right. Like I love the three man hall. Like this is what you and I said on when we talk about just 2023, if you, Uh if, if Notre Dame never would have landed Peyton Bowen, just, eh, we, we didn't like him. We think he's going to stay at Oklahoma. We're not going to waste our time there. And all they did was just land a Don Schuler and Ben Minich and Brandon Hillman. I'd, I'd be, I I love that group. And we gave it, we gave it a good grade for what it was uh, just as from a talent standpoint. The problem for me, however, is I can't just it's, – it's even it was even worse than receiver because at least at receiver last year you got Tobias Merriweather. Mm-hmm. They got Jaden Bellamy, who was my lowest-ranked player in the class last year, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And then the year before, all you got was Justin Walters, who's a yeah. nice player but was never going to be a guy. And, and and then the year before that, the only safeties you have left on the roster from the year before that are guys that had to convert from somewhere else, Ramon sure. Henderson and Xavier Watts. Mm-hmm. And so you you needed it. And, and to me, because of those issues, you needed more definite step-in day one players. And I don't know for sure, as much as I love Adon Schuler and Ben Mitch, I can't say for sure 
that they're guys that would step in day one and play because they earned it more so than they're going to have to do that because there's nobody else. Right. That's my concern. Like Kurt Heinrich played as a freshman, but he wouldn't have now. Right. Right. He would have taken a year to develop and he still would have been a fifth year guy, but he wouldn't need COVID to get there. You know what I mean? (laughs) And that's, that's, that's my thing. That's my concern with safety this year, Ryan is Mm -hmm. the, the, the numbers were so bad. You needed someone that could come in and play day one. Mm -hmm. And I just, now maybe they proved me wrong, but can you really like pound on the table and say, this guy is a day one player. Now I think Ben Minich and the Don Schuler can play day one if they have mm-hmm. to. Sure. But they're not going to be a position where they're playing because just the minute they step foot on campus, they're that dude. They may get there, but just that as of right now, evaluating them, I just don't think they're there yet. And mm-hmm. and when you consider they got an F last year because they needed at least two safeties. Like, like not only did they get like they'd have got one, they still would have been falling short on numbers. They needed two safeties last year and three this year. Mm-hmm. They got their three this year. They went over last year. And yeah. that's where I look at it, Ryan. And I say, man, I just, I kind of felt I was being like, the only reason I gave a B minus was because of how much I like the talent of the 23 right. group. Yeah. That, I think for yeah. you, I think you're, you feel like you're punishing the three kids that you like in 23 by going lower than a B plus. That's me uh, looking into your, your site. Yeah. Right. I, I think also, cause two safety spots, right? A strong safety and a free safety or a boundary safety and a field safety, how Notre Dame plays it. Right. But I think that for me, the reason that it, it didn't quite lower it as much is because of the different skill sets that each one of them bring. Right. Brian, like if, if two of them were like mirror images of the other, sure. where I'm like, that guy's just a backup player. Like that, that's a backup strong safety or a backup free safety. You'll never be able to get all three on the field right. at the same time. I feel like I would be a little more down on the class, but I legitimately think that there's going to be an an area down the line where you're like a Don Ben and Brandon Hillman. You're on the field at the same time because they have completely different skills. I think that I just think that's what's saving it for me. But see here, here's the thing. Don't disagree with that at all. You look at my, my safety grade from, from this, from this year, it's a B Mm -hmm. B that's a top 10 to 15 group. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. Who's, who's, who's playing. Who's the depth. What if one of those guys sprains an ankle? Those guys right now, if they're in a plane of three safety, look, they have to play every single snap because you literally have no one else. And that's the thing. That's the that's the issue for me. Where we're talking D line, we're talking about a full two deep on the D line. We're talking about a full, and we're still concerned about things there. We're talking about a full two deep on the offensive line, minus a guy, right? right. We're talking <laughs> about depth and depth. And you running back, you've got a third stringer guy. Tight end, you've got a third stringer guy if you're going to be a, like 11 personnel. Linebacker, I've got a full two deep at linebacker. You don't mm-hmm. even have a two, a, a two if you're going to talk about three safety looks, to your point. If you're mm-hmm. in a two safety look, you got a rotation guy at one spot. But what if somebody goes down? You're screwed. So that's the whole thing is you keep talking about the 23 class, and I'm yeah. with you there. Sure. The problem is you have to if, – if I get an A on one paper and an F on another, I'm a C, <laughs> not a B plus. You know that's what I right. mean? Like that's it's the way weird. I look at it. So I think we're on the same page in 23, well, but I don't know, man, there's some teachers that instead of giving you a zero for an F, they bump you up to a 50, right? So it might balance oh, out a little I'm bit. I'm talking about a 50 because here's the deal. Sure. If if I'm giving you a zero and you got an a hundred, you're still an F because it's a 50. So I'm giving you the 50. 
and, mm. and, and I'm giving you the 95 and you divide that by two and that's a 72.5, which is borderline C minus. Mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. now see to me i'm giving them a 69 i mean i'm, I'm or a 59 <laughs> i'm even being kind that way right i'm giving them a 55 and a 96 is what i'm doing right so i'm i'm and it's still to me it's still a c plus so i mean if we if we are going to look at it from an academic standpoint it's hard for me to get to a b plus because i think I think you don't want to punish this year's group because of the failings of last year. And that's fair. Could be part of it. But yeah. two things about it. Number one, it's the same coach. So you can't, mm-hmm. you can't like give them a pass because it's, it's the same position coach. Number sure. one. And number two, you know, you wanted guys. It's not like they chose to pass on safeties last year. They just struck out. Right. You right. know, and then lose Devin Moore late took another potential safety out of the quick question. Cause he might've been able to move over to safety. <sighs> that would have been nice. That and that's the nice. thing for me that hurts it. So. Yeah, that's that's why I'm going to go there. Ryan, I know you got to you gotta get going. So I'm going to talk about corners next, and then we have a couple super chats we're going to answer as well. Ryan, you want to wish everybody Merry Christmas or whatever before uh, before we go? Yes. Yes, I was going to put a nice message on the board at some point either today or tomorrow, but I hope everybody out there, Irish Breakdown Nation, have a Merry, Merry Christmas if you celebrate, but have happy holidays regardless. So I'm going to jump into the cornerback breakdowns now, and, and this is an interesting group because – if you'd have told me three years ago that we'd be talking about Notre Dame recruiting the cornerback position the way that they have the last two years, I'd have said you're out of your mind because it just it was a position we had never really seen this. I think the last time that you could argue that Notre Dame recruited the cornerback position like to an A level in two years in a row, and even then I think they were a guy short in 07, was in 06 when they got Darren Walls and Rayshon McNeil, who Rayshon McNeil was a top 100 guy. Darren Walls was as well. Uh, and then uh, 2007, they got Gary Gray, who was a top 100 recruit. That was pretty good. You still came up a guy short, though. You look at the last two years, and again, this grade on corner is based on what we had guys coming out of high school. So for me, I had Benjamin Morrison as a top 100 player with five-star upside. I, I, again, he was even better than I thought he was going to be, but he was still a top 100 corner with five-star upside for me. Loved Benjamin Morrison coming out of high school. Jaden Mickey was a top 150 guy for me. And then you look at this year's class and Micah Bell and Christian Gray, both great out as top 100 guys for me. Now, Micah Bell was, a, or excuse me, um, Christian Gray was a top 150 guy for me coming into his senior season. So if if he would have stayed there, I probably would have given this an A minus grade. But I loved his senior film, especially being able to watch him against, because like here was the concern I had for Christian Gray. He's just... And I knew it was a concern, and, and, it, and I knew I could have been wrong on it because he's so long and smooth and fluid that it almost kind of masks how well he runs. And one of the things that I had brought up to people you know, when they first got him is I said, I know he's run fast times, but I don't know if I see that kind of speed on film. It was just harder for me to evaluate. And some kids are just like that. I'm going to be honest about that. But it was just kind of hard for me to really see that 4-4-1, 4-4-2 speed. That's where watching him this year go against Aaron Scott from Ohio, watching him go against Ryan Wingo, watching him go against Jeremiah McClellan, watching him go against Cardinal Tate, you're going to watch him against other guys who you're like, okay, that guy can run. I know that guy can run. And Christian is is as every bit as fast, if not faster than that guy. You know, you're watching Jeremiah Love run up for a long touchdown run against DeSmet, and then all of a sudden you see Christian Gray just come flying onto the screen, like almost caught him. And you're like, okay, yep, I can see it now. And so then watching him just really 
just be so sticky in coverage against really good players week after week after week. Watching him fill out his frame a little bit, he jumped into the into the top hundred category for me. So three top hundred corners in two years, another top one hundred and fifty guy in Jaden Mickey is as good as you're going to see. And then three of the four corners had five star upside grades for me. The only one that didn't is Mickey. And so that's as I mean that's as good as you're going to get. I absolutely love this talent. Micah Bell is arguably the fastest player in high school football. He's certainly in the top five. Christian Gray is was timed at Notre Dame's camp and at Ohio State's camp as 442 or faster. And then of course we saw, you know, Benjamin Morrison who was a guy that I thought was a big time player coming out of high school. Uh he's turned out to be pretty good so far, but again, that doesn't factor into the grade. And then Jaden Mickey's a guy that to me was as polished as all of them, if not more so. So I absolutely love what they're doing at corner this year's class. I think it's it's got speed, it's got length, it's got playmaking ability. It's got high football IQs at most spot spots. You got guys that were two-way standouts. Micah Bell, obviously, being a 1,000-yard running back the, each of the last two years. Christian Gray played a lot of receiver for DeSmet. Uh, Benjamin Morrison played some some receiver in high school. The only guy that I don't remember playing a lot of offense was Jaden Mickey, who was a punt returner. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I think this is this is as good of a, of a back-to-back corner recruiting as I've seen. I mean, you'd have to go back to like 90, like 90, 91, 92 when they were getting like Tom Carter and and uh, I'm going to try to find that article that Lou Samoji did because I think Tom Carter and Jeff Burris were the same class uh, and I know Lou Samoji had written an article about um, that oh here we go I found this article so let's see the number it's the 1990 class uh, let's see here the defensive back you had uh, Jeff Burris Tom Carter Greg Lane, John Covington, Willie Clark, Lashane Sadler. So, yeah, you had Tom Carter and Jeff Burris. Now, Jeff Burris was signed as a running back corner. He ended up moving to safety, but he was there. And then I think the 1991 class, I believe, had Bobby Taylor in it. Uh, I, I, I believe he was in that class. And then, of course, they followed Tom Todd Light, who was signed in the 87 class. Like Notre Dame was just signing dudes every year corner back then. And, of course – now you went through a long period where that just wasn't happening. You had that nice little two years a bit in 06 and 07. But then by Charlie Weiss's last year, like his only corner signee in 09 was like EJ Banks. Like it fell off quickly. 
But now you've seen Mike Mickens kind of do it pretty good first years. You know, the the Ryan Barnes, Chance Tucker, Philip Riley class, I still like. I liked it coming out of high school, and it was impressive that he was able to do it without being able to get on the road. Remember, that was during the COVID year when they couldn't go on visits and kids couldn't visit them. They had to do all of that remotely. That was a phenomenal recruiting job by him that year to be able to do those guys as a first-year coach at Notre Dame. Then he follows that up with Benjamin Morrison and Jade Mickey, which is an outstanding cornerback tandem. And then you followed up this year, which what might, coming out of high school, might be even a better group than the one last year. If you if you look at the four corners for me and how I grade them coming out of high school, looking at my grade, Benjamin Morrison is one, Micah Bell is two, Christian Gray is three, because I factor in upside. If you're going to go based off who they are now, then Gray is two and Bell is three, but I factor in the upside grade in my overall grade. And then number four is Jaden Mickey. The gap between Mickey and number three is, is greater than the gap between Morrison and number two, whichever way you look at it. So you could argue that this year's class, even though neither of them are as good, in my view, as Morrison, that their ceilings are every bit as high. And as a duo, they're even better than the Mickey-Morrison group. Some of you be, could push back on me on that, and that's totally fine. But the fact that you may want to push back on it is exactly why this is such a great two-year haul because you could make a case that last year's cornerback tandem is better if you were someone who believed, like I believed, that Benjamin Morrison was a top 100 recruit. So just the job that they've done in these last two years at recruiting the cornerback position is outstanding. And as we talked about before, this is this could ultimately be the saving grace for the safety position. Because you still, if you're able to keep Chance Tucker and Ryan Barnes and Philip Riley, or at least you just need two of them to stay, combined with this four man hall, whether it be Ryan Barnes from that class, whether it be Cl- Clarence Lewis from the previous class, because he could, he gets his 2020 year back, even though he played 2020, that COVID year. So Clarence could spend two years at safety, Barnes could spend multiple years at safety. The fact that you've re- recruited such outstanding corners and you got two each year the last two years now protects you numbers wise it allows you to then look to your other corners a Clarence Lewis perhaps a Ryan Barnes and say hey we're not going to move you to safety because we think you can go be an impact a difference maker there a guy that could start there a guy that could play there either one of those two guys now all of a sudden your safety position is looking a lot better because you're able to move one of those guys and not miss a beat because of how well you've recruited the last two years plus having a chance Tucker, and if you keep a Ryan Barnes there and move Clarence Lewis, or if you move Ryan Barnes to keep Clarence Lewis, all of a sudden you're loaded at corner to the point where you can lose a guy to safety and not not even blink about it. Because it's like, hey, if anything, it's good. Because now we're, you know, because Clarence Lewis is a good football player. I just don't think he's a great fit at corner in this defense. I think Clarence Lewis and Bob Diaco's defense would have been really good I really believe that Uh, you know more zone more cover two play some cover four you know play the post a little bit but in a defense that wants you to come out and just play man I just don't think that's his deal you put him at safety however and all of a sudden I think he becomes a a really good football player and 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 a guy that could be a difference maker and a guy that can play at the next level in my view as a safety I don't think he can as a corner so now all of a sudden, because you've recruited corner so well, you have the opportunity. Now, I don't know if they'll do it or not, but I think they should. You have the opportunity to move somebody to safety that could be an even better player there. So the corner recruiting, and it could in turn make the safety position even stronger. 
And I think that's a huge, huge part of this. So um, I, I just huge shout out to Mike Mickens for the job he's done the last two years. Uh, he he is just really just crush it. And, and he's found like they haven't had to take any chances. You know, corners can be uh, personality wise can be a little different. And uh, and be more about me, 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 me. Let's just be real. That's been true for decades. They found kids that are, I mean, you listen to Benjamin Morrison talk and you're like, you watch him play and you're like, this kid has swagger. He talks trash. He's a great playmaker. He's an outstanding player. Jaden Mickey's just constantly yapping at people. Uh, you know, Christian Gray talks a lot of trash. Micah Bell doesn't, but the other three do. Then you meet them and you're like, they've got such a different personality off the field. Benjamin Morrison's like this really intelligent, thoughtful kid. Jaden Mickey is just this really nice, um, smart kid. Christian Gray is just this like silly, and I mean silly in a, in a positive way, just like this really like goofy, silly, lighthearted kid with this really just fun, outgoing personality that, that doesn't look anything like you'd think a big-time corner should act. Uh, you know, Micah Bell's this high IQ, high intellect, really thoughtful uh, kid that like had offers from like Harvard and these Ivy league schools that are wanting them. And you're like, that's not the typical personality for corners, but they're elite football players and elite young men. And they're great fits for Notre Dame. Mike, uh, Mike Mickens and this staff have done such a tremendous job of not only identifying great talent, but kids that fit Notre Dame really, really well. And that, that might be the position where that's hardest to do, which even adds more to just a phenomenal job that Mike Mickens has done at this position in the last two years. So huge, huge kudos to Mike Mickens.